Welcome back to Lisa J Beauty Talk. We will be having great conversation today with Wesley and Gail Nichols. So we're going to be discussing so much uh, right now. So I just, as I always suggest that you all get your journal and um, continue to write down the nuggets, the things that motivate you. So we're going to get started. I want to say welcome back. Thank you. Wesley and Gail, I appreciate um, you all sowing your knowledge and information into the industry. So um, we're going to get started. So uh, Wesley, what would you say to the person listening um, that's contemplating their next move in the beauty industry, be it a, a barber, a, a stylist, salon owner, educator, uh, product developer, whoever, what what would you, what would your um, advice be to them? Well, right now, this is the time. This is the time to move forward, uh, get innovative, uh, call and check on, see somebody who's doing what you want to do. Uh, again, do your research, and then uh, look at the, the, the strong points and look at the weak points about it. Uh, you, of course, you want to minimize. The weakness, weak points up because it might not affect you. But if you look closely at it and talk to somebody who have been through it, you would have those same struggles that they had. But of course, go for it. You know. So I, I don't mean to cut you off. One thing I, I you said that I really I really like is that finding somebody that's doing what you want to do. Um and tweaking it. I'm saying tweaking it and making it your yes. own, making yeah. it what, what can you do to make it better? So let's speak. When you say find somebody that's doing what you want to do, that that you want, you know, desire to do, whatever. Can we kind of speak a little bit on that as well? I didn't, you know, want to cut you off, but I didn't yes, want to, yes, you know, yes. not be able to hit that because that's something that, especially, um, this isn't a a, a a black platform or a white platform. This right. is a beauty industry yes, platform. Yes. However, when it comes to us as 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 black people yes. you know women don't want to connect with other women and, and a lot of times you have uh people who who won't take on a mentee yes. or won't talk right. to a person about something because they are afraid of their success will exceed theirs and it, and when it comes to men men definitely don't reach out to other men like they should right. to be better in it. So let's can you kind of speak to that? And I'm glad you spoke on that because that's something we need to stop. There are eight billion people in the world. You cannot cut them all. You cannot stop them all. Forget it. You might as well go ahead and share the knowledge so we all can work together to make everybody look great. A lot of people trying to get all the money and it's impossible. First of all, money ain't money, it's air. Everybody understand we're on the fiat system. It's all digitalized. You're not gonna be able to paddle all under your bed in your shoebox, so forget it. But what you can do, if we all can work together as a team, we can supply love, joy, stylus. Like I always say, no stylus left behind, no bottle left behind. That's the type of mindset we have to get into. Because if I'm doing, like I do, I do a certain type of thing. I got a certain technique. But my students, I teach them the basic technique. But I say, man, you got to add your piece in there. They'll make it work for you. 
because you've added the way I do it, it may not get get it all the way done. Because you might got a little a little left hand move that helps it, or a little right hand move that helps it. And then once you get it there, you got your signature on it, and it works well for you. And we have to understand that it takes a village, you know, to raise somebody, or, or, or a staff, or a mom, or your child. We all got on this, this mindset of, we sit back today, uh, 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 you got to charge somebody for your knowledge. That, that's not the truth. You want to be able to give it away, you give it away to get it back. You don't, you don't take respect uh, just by taking it straight up. No, you take respect by giving it. Showing people how to do something, somebody's going to show you how to do it. That's how me and my wife get into the industry. And be, believe it or not, everything we got, we didn't get it on the black folks. The most important part came from Caucasians. Then people say they ain't gonna help you, they helped us. The other ones we went to was African Americans who had the same platform we wanted, didn't help us. Then when they looked, we passed them. If they would have took the time to help us, they'd be in front of us. Because they would have been helping us when we helped them. We pushing them and we pushing and pulling together. We all would be ahead, you know. So you got to be willing to help somebody. And we do need mentors in the industry. But like you said, they're so busy, scared that I'm going to learn what they learn. Then they're going to miss out money. You're not going to miss out on no money. Why? Don't nobody want Lisa, but Lisa customers. Don't nobody want Western, but Western customers. My customers don't want to see you. They love me for my personality. They love the individuals who listen to no name. Right, man, you listening. Your people love you for your personality. So if you show somebody else something you know, your people can still be with you. We need to get that out of our mind. Stop uh, thinking like with a closed fist. Because if you close your hand, you can't receive nothing. So we need to do that. But again, I would tell them, your mentor is out there somewhere. Right, and that's, and that's the thing. Um, we have to... Um, Learn how to be a mentee. We, yes. and, and that's and, and we are that makes us a student. I've been doing this since I was 17. So 35 years. That's how long I've been doing this. And so I had to learn certain things. I gleaned from people. I saw people, but actually having a relationship with another stylist, um, and it doesn't matter the age, you know. Um, my niece is in the industry. Um, she's 30. I'm 52. Yeah. But I learned so much from her. You know, um, whether it's business, whether it's uh, a technique, or whatever the not it, it is. So it doesn't matter. You can have age doesn't matter. Because she as a 30-year-old and me when I was 30, okay, she has invested more into her knowledge her skill set that I knew because of the way I came up in the industry. You know, I came I came up in the industry a different kind of way. I didn't even know anything about going to a salon, a shop, because there is a difference in a salon and a shop. Yes, That's a whole nother conversation. But I I didn't know until I was 17. And um that's when I was like, oh, people really go do this. I didn't know it was a career. Yes. I didn't know That's that. That's it. So, and I learned great things where I started, but I also learned bad habits. Yes. And it took me six years to get my license because of the bad habits Come on, that I had learned. And I couldn't, I'm like, I know what I'm doing. 
And and that was only my practical part theory. I, okay, I've done, you know, I passed, but it took me a while. So we we have to be able to take the 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 now generation, no, no matter the age, and teach them how to be professional. Because I look at it, if, if, if you do it halfway, you know, but I'm trying to upscale myself and upscale the industry and, and the techniques or whatever, and you got everybody else that's, okay, they working their way up to be more professional, and then you got some of them that's not, we can never get our, our value, you know? I can't charge $85 for a, a blowout because you charge in 30 right. just to cut yeah. my throat right. by getting more clients. Right. But when you do what you're doing is you doing you working 50% harder than I am. Right. You know, because you, you have to do three people yes. compared to my one right. in order for the do. So we have to be able to, you know, work with each other. You gotta talk about. It's, yeah, you gotta talk about it. you gotta give the knowledge. You know, you got to show. It's okay to show a technique. Yeah. Even if you are a person who gets paid money per person for a class, it's okay to say, well, the class seats 15. I've only sold 10 tickets, mm -hmm. right? So why you can't go to the school or go to a, reach out to a salon that and say, hey, I got five seats, no cost. Bring them in. Right. Okay, those five people are going to be the ones who fill your next class up because they're going to be the ones that they they it's free, they took a hold of it, they learned something from it. So, I really, you know, like you said, we have to be able to work together yes. to grow the industry in order for all of us to benefit. So, you know, that, 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 that's good. Um, do you have any more to share? Well, one thing I would like to say is, when me and my wife started out from school, I went to Richmond Tech. I graduated from Richmond Tech. I drove from Petersburg, slept in the car, sat on the road, worked with you, everything, because I was determined. The school saw it in me when I graduated. Spoke at the form of graduation. Three years later, they remember me and my wife coming up to school, doing fashion shows for them. Educating the students, you know, doing this and all, them all just talking to them and encouraging the students. They wanted to put a school down south. Guess who they thought about? Me and my wife. They became our mentors. Now, we didn't make the money off the students that a rich technically off the school students, but we got the education, which was worth more than the money. It was a setup. It was a setup for you all yes. to succeed, you know. Yeah. And we took that and here we are today of our own school from the blueprint that Mr. Ball gave us. Right. And then Mr. James Ball, he mentored us. Mr. William Ball step by step and worked with us to tune on our own school. Wow, that's and he was after the And he was he, he wasn't even involved with college college. He was an educator on he was a businessman. He was the, the principal or the dean of Richmond Tech. Wow. Somebody if, if you if you show your if you show that you're willing to help. Somebody see that and so into it. Right. And that's what happened to us. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's that's good. That's real good. So um y'all hear me say Candace, you hear me say Gail. I'm so used <laughs> to Candace. Person. It's the same person. Yes, it is. And, and in my mind, and I'm saying this because in my mind, I 
keep trying to, like I said, you can say the C is here, and it's fine. Yeah, and, this is good. Yeah, <laughs> I, and for me, I keep hesitant, being hesitant before I say it. But Candace, um, explain life as an educator in the beauty industry. Life as an educator in the beauty industry is very similar to life in the salon industry. Um, you have to leave your worries outside of the door so that you can come on and carry on the burdens and the worries of everyone else. <laughs> I mean, most of the time, if, you know, in salons, you may have anywhere between five to maybe 15 or 20 um, different uh, individuals working with you. But in the, in the school industry, you may have 30 to 40 um, plus in the same setting, in a single setting. And so some days out of those days, somebody's going to come in having a rough day. And I feel like the day in the life of the beauty school is one that as an educator, you have to be prepared to shift at any given second. Um, it's so many scenarios that me and my husband have seen that it's just been unreal to talk about. But the main things that we focus on is the outcome. The outcome is always much more greater. A lot of educators that I've experienced uh, in the years, they get a little discouraged because they feel like the students are not getting it or they're not um, absorbing or they're just wasting their time and different things like that. But I always come along and I always play an advocate to say, why is it that you can't see the 30 good things in this person and you're so busy talking about the one bad thing that this student may have? You know, you have to be able to dig deep. Like I said, going all the way back to trade school. I know I've got several calls with all six of our kids. Oh, your child this, your child that in school. But, but, but the one thing that I always hear the teachers say is that they have so much potential. Um, as beauty school educators, we have to look past the things that we see in the student and, and dig and pull out of them the nuggets that are in them so that they can be successful in the end. You know, our job is to make sure that they become gainfully employed, you know, making sure that they understand this business, um, that this is not all about playing on baby dolls, hair, and mannequin heads. You know, you get out there to real life people, you're going to have to, you're going to have to step up to the, to the plate, swing the ball, swing the bat, and hit the ball, the ball out the park. It's no, it's no more playing with baby hair and, you know, and, and nobody's saying nothing back to you. You know, your clients going to talk back. And so you have to prepare the student for the whole experience and the whole, um, everything that comes along with our industry, everything, everything that was talked about earlier um, in the first segment, everything that comes along, you have to prepare the student. You don't want to set them out there and leave them hanging, um, not understanding the truth of what's about to happen or what they're about to get themselves into. Okay, that's good. That's good. So, um, okay. So now, Candice, explain uh, when and, and when and how does someone choose a, a beauty school? I would say, um, I would say, when it comes to a beauty school, 
you need to come in very open-minded um, because a lot of times education I would say go somewhere where you where you can receive a lot of education it's not all about not always learning the, the, the best techniques or how to do this or how to do that um, it's more so about understanding the basics if you can get your basics down packed to where that school is giving you basic knowledge you can always build strong off of what you've learned in your textbook your textbook is loaded with um information that can help you to be a million dollar hairstylist all from your beauty school book all right so you want to be in a school that is going to help to emphasize what's in that textbook, not so much giving you their personal experience. Um, I like to make sure that my educators are not given a lot of personal experience when they teach the students. I make sure that they teach from the book because if they understand, if the student can understand the book, they can understand so many aspects of the industry and understand how valuable they are. Because as a cosmetologist, you have several services that you can offer. You don't have to just, you know, be, say I'm a colorist or I'm a, you know, I'm good with my shears or, you know, I'm good with doing, um, you know, I guess you can say um, prosthetic hair pieces or, or something of that sort. As a cosmetologist, you have the opportunity to do waxing. You have the opportunity to do nails and, and pedicuring, manicuring, um, and all different types of scalp massage. So many different ways to make money that it's not even real. You can't even... It's like, wow, you know, and so once you are your eyes really open to all the ways you can make money from that textbook, it's no way that you can't succeed. Your success is already laid out for you. So when you're choosing a school, I would say, um, you know, choose a school that's really teaching and educating you on the foundation, because that foundation, you can go so far if you really, really um engulf or or, or or receive that foundation like you need to okay good um thank you okay so for this last question um give us uh, and it's for both of you give us four words that we must know and or do to be successful in a beauty industry you gotta be hungry hungry for the industry i would tell my students be hungry uh, chase the, the, the education, not the money. I'll say um, overcome. Um, overcome all of the little nitpicky little things that may come your way, all the things that try to discourage you um, when you are working on building a clientele. I I'm a firm believer that you need to understand that everybody uses our services, okay? And they start coming in the salon as young as one years old, and then you may have a client that may be in their 90s and every age in between, as well as those that are deceased, all right? You've got to learn how to overcome any obstacle or financially anything that may come your way because it's so much opportunity. So that's another word. So those are my two. Overcome. He said hunger. I'm saying overcome obstacles and understand the opportunity. All right. 
it's so much that lies ahead of you that you cannot fail if you get into the barber and cosmetology industry you cannot fail unless you do not hunger you don't overcome and you don't realize your opportunities and western you can take the rest. and the main thing is you have to receive your gift i am a bomb it's one of the first thing i ask my students are you a stylist are you a bomb you got to embrace who you are that's where you won't be after the money people with money will come to you they will pay you for who you are they're not going to pay you for what you do and if you get that you'll never be broken another day in your life all right that's good that's good i want to thank you all um the both of you so much for this time and i i really um pray that we'll be able to do it again you know yeah, of course um i really did enjoy it i really appreciate your knowledge you know um in helping me and as well as others when it comes to being educators, you know, and attending school, you know, it just it was just a lot, you know, being a barber, you know, like you said, selecting the right people to to be a mentor, to be a mentee. So thank you so much. All right, so we want to thank you, um, thank you all for listening. As always, I pray you are motivated, inspired, and that this podcast has helped you in making your next move in the beauty industry. Please. Um, we we really really appreciate the information that we receive you know feedback that we receive so email us at lisa excuse me ljbeautytalks at gmail.com and give us um your feedback tell us if you know someone that would be a, a good um a, a excellent guest maybe a student a massage therapist a wax titian a, la a lash titian a makeup artist uh, we want to hear um what everyone has to say to better this industry so um thank you so much for joining us and we'll be talking soon